You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Hi sisters, it's Scout here. I just wanted to send a quick note before we get into today's episode. For today's episode, we are going to be reposting one of our favorite interviews thus far, Pia Arobio from LPA The Label. Pia opens up about building a successful fashion brand, losing her father, finding the love of her life, and so much more. For those who are new, welcome to OK Sis. My co-host, Maddie, who you'll hear in a second, is my sister, IRL. We love interviewing rad female guests and indulge in some sororal energy. Enjoy this interview with Pia Arobio. Pia Arobio is the founder of LPA, a Los Angeles-based fashion brand that has been seen on Emily Ratajkowski, Gigi Hadid, and Madonna. LPA has quickly become known for its faux fur jackets, silky slip dresses, and chunky knit sweaters that can be found at Revolve and Forward by Alice Walker. Prior to launching LPA, Arobio had worked as, as a designer for the Reformation, where she dreamed of taking the risk to launch her own brand. So without further ado, Pia Arobio. What an amazing intro. Yeah, You're we are amazing. I mean, full full fangirl. Let's just say full that we are blessed happening. by royalty today. <laughs> That's my so opinion you on you. You should good. tell my mom and husband that because this morning they were like, the trash needs to get taken out. <laughs> no, you are a queen. You are a <laughs> Thank queen. You. You Thank you very much. Queen. I'm wearing Le Labo. And, okay. And I don't know what scent it is and I need to figure it out. I wore rose forever. Okay. And um, they- the s- one? everyone wears santal yeah and they sent me this scent that i'm wearing now and I, my rose broke some it broke and yeah. i was like well, i don't have like 50 dollars to like <laughs> refill this thing right now <laughs> <laughs> and so i was like oh, i'll just use the one that they gave me and i've never received a person in traffic the other day like i pulled up 
next to someone and they were like, is that you? That smells good. Are no you serious? Way. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Like, it's so nice when people say nice things to strangers. It's it so really funny. is. One time I was driving and I was blasting um, that song Gas Pedal with oh. my roommate <laughs> and we were like dancing like crazy and we turn over and there's an 85 year old grandma fucking Aww. grinding it yeah. with us and I was like, this is the best day of my life. It's just nice when people connect on right? a nice level because right? everyone's so mean and angry. Totally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, current fixations. Yeah, I can start. Okay. Okay. So right now I'm currently fixated on the essential oil, the bl- uh, the balance blend by DoTerra. Mm. I have been putting it on my wrists, on my upper lip, on the bottom of my feet, and on my ankles before I go to bed every single night. And then lately I've just been reapplying it like every two hours onto my wrists and like smelling it a little bit and breathing yeah. in. It is godly. Aromatherapy is a very real therapy. Yeah, no, it's godly. And it's yeah. also like a little bit of a ritual now. So yeah. I'm kind it's it's become kind of ritualistic for me where I kinda just like pull out my balanced blend and apply mm-hmm. it and just have a moment to like chill for a second. Um, such a good way to just like ground down the day. Right. Take it down. Yeah. Take it down, it's yeah. just like a little reminder every few hours, like take a breath, breathe in some nice smelling things mm-hmm. and kinda calm yourself a little bit. Because I've I've been like <laughs> introduced. I know she makes fun of me like all the time. <laughs> um, this I've been introduced to essential oils for a while now, but I just recently like really was like I need to commit myself to essential oils. I got a humidifier and um, was so pissed when I read the directions and it said do not put essential oils put essential in oils in the thing. Isn't and that I was the like, point what of it? fucking reason why I want to be it's a diffuser. You want you want yeah, a diffuser. I so now that my mom gets that one and I just got a diffuser. That's yeah, you need a diffuser. Or maybe I'll do fucking both because I really want to be in a moist room. Ooh, I hate that word. Yeah, yeah that was good. good. Yeah. A, a, a cozy room. A cozy. Snuggly. I don't, I'm not, a, I don't want to be dry. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. The dryness. <laughs> we the just dryness. talked about a humidifier in one of our other episodes. Yeah. No, I, in this exact topic about diffusers versus yeah. humidifiers and we are still I'm a big fan of diffusers. They're great. Do diffusers omit the same amount of moisture into a room no. i don't think I don't so think, no think it's, it's more a of a smell i think it's just the essential oil yeah hmm. okay. i should probably have done research on this yeah well that's okay. i'll that's just okay. defer to goop at some point <laughs> I, as we all do whatever gp says i do <laughs> exactly. i met her last week you did was it amazing Ooh, deep breath i should you never meet your heroes i heard I heard she, she was, was really nice. She far surpassed Ooh, my expectations. Really? Okay. Yeah. So she, um, I mean, I'm just like a fan of like 90s Gwyneth with like Absolutely. a cig in her mouth. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm ju- I mean, I just, I've always loved her. She's never bothered me. Mm-hmm. People don't bother me. There's only a few people that really bother me. I'm not that bothered by mm-hmm. other people because I'm like a secure, normal person. Yeah. So <laughs> when she launched Goop, I was like, good for her, because yeah. th- I, I also, another thing I really like about people is when you're rich and decide to continue working and do things that are challenging, because, mm-hmm. like, most people and are like, I'm rich, I just hang out now. Yeah. yeah. And so for her to, like, be an entrepreneur and launch her own mm-hmm. company is, which is a huge fucking undertaking, mm-hmm. and then she's really, like, vocal about how insecure she is about mm-hmm. that journey, and I was like, that's cool, too. Yeah. Like, none of her shit bothers me. I'm just yeah. like, good for you, because I'm also on, like, a weird health and wellness journey. Mm-hmm. And I do very weird things. So 
it's none of what she does is weird to me. Anyway, for as much criticism as she gets, I, I think people need to step back and say and think that Goop is not for everyone. She's not trying so to market it for anyone. Everyone, it's a niche thing. It's a niche market. It's and like that's what fine. Is the like, why are you? Yeah, why? No, like, so it's not for you. If you don't like it, don't don't look to her. at yeah. it. That's my thing with her. So my husband, well, which is what we kind of talked about when I met her. Yeah, my husband is um a chemist. And his parents are doctors, and my mother-in-law just rips Goop apart. Yeah, because there's, yeah. Okay, so here's why. Because when you are especially in the field as a doctor, or if you you go, it's the same thing with, like, fucking vegans and shit. If you Mm -hmm. sit in a room with someone and you're like, I'm vegan, the other person's natural response is to tell you all the reasons why they're not vegan. Yeah, good point. You're like, well, I'm uh, iron deficient and like I need, you know what I mean? Because you start feeling judged Mm -hmm. because you're judging yourself. Mm -hmm. But that's just somebody else's life choice. Exactly. So my dad was a dentist. My dad was very sick for a long time. Mm -hmm. And when my dad died was on like eight different like prescription pill. Like my dad used to take four Vicodin to get out of bed. And when I started getting woke as like an adult, I was like, hold on. You're not eating right for your blood type. You are not getting vitamin drips every week. You are not getting acupuncture. You do not have a physical therapist. You are eating mayonnaise at dinner. Like you're not eating ginger. You need to be drinking turmeric. Like you need to be drinking alkaline water. This percent. Like I was like, you're not doing anything to kill disease. You eat sugar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. No, there's like You're a certain way hurt. to take care of your body. And so for, for doctors, way. especially, so like I've used food as medicine. Like mm-hmm. I had like a ginger too. And I'm like, put pepper with the turmeric. Yeah, yeah, sure yeah, that yeah. It absorbs. Like, but doctors, oh, a lot of doctors are like, I don't know. It, it, that's like, well, that goes, that's not what I study. Our, and yeah. so there, it's hard for them to evolve a little bit. And I hope my mother-in-law does not listen to this episode, <laughs> but also like good I'm for your mother-in-law. In, like, Cause that's amazing. And to be a chemist is also insane, but I, you never hear goop. You never hear people on goop being like, fuck a chemist. Yeah. You know, you're right. No, I'm a fan of goop. Like I, I think it's a great site. The minute it came out, I was like super intrigued. I think some of their articles are unbelievable. Also their travel guides. That's my go to. Such good travel guides. section. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's amazing. that's more of a wish list for me, but. But yeah. no, you can find a lot of those items yeah. entry price point on Amazon. Sure. Like it's sure. not. Oh, that's a good hack. Oh yeah, I don't buy from the yeah. website. <laughs> <laughs> I, ta- oh I take everything to Amazon. Oh my oh god, yeah. that's amazing. That's, that's how we do it too. Yeah. Um. Okay. Your current fixation. Current fixation. Okay. So, have you guys heard of? the TV show called The Hookup Plan on Netflix. No. no. I, ho- I was hoping you were going to say Shit's Creek. Oh, oh, no, no. She's <laughs> already obsessed with that. Oh, God. She I talks about it way too much. Yeah, we need to not talk about it because I talk, I'm obsessed with Shit's Creek. Wait, what's The Hookup? Okay, so The Hookup Plan is a Netflix original series in French. Okay. Chic. So chic already. Yeah. But it's about this um, Parisian woman named Elsa and her friends set her up with a male escort because they want her to build her confidence. She had just gotten out of a relationship. She oh, that's a good idea. Insecure, and she's like this dorky, like naturally beautiful girl. But she, you know, she just got out of breakup, so she's a little low on self esteem. And the male escort really like boosts her up, and he's this charming, handsome guy. And then like obviously they fall in love, yada yada. And it's like rom com esque, but it's mm. in French, so you you just like feel more sophisticated when you're listening to it. Oh, and I love this. It. It's I binged it in one day. It's oh, okay. Uh, it's just one season. It's, it's just unbelievable. Season? Yeah. I hate when something is fun season and I you yeah. love it. I love and it I when love you it. have it. endless. Like, God damn it when it's Remember done. when shows used to be once a week? 
Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. We couldn't watch the whole thing in one day. <laughs> we used, yeah. we used yeah. to be obsessed with Survivor when we were little. And I just remember. <laughs> I just remember, like, we had to you tape to that stop, shit. You need to stop telling people this. Right. It was like a family thing that we did all the time. We did The Bachelor as a family thing. We did. Um, oh, we're big Bachelor. We did The OC as a family thing. Never watched The OC. Oh, I, I we, were, we were one. Well, we were more one trail fans. OC came later for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never watched yeah. OC. Oh, you, you should. Oh my god! This pod, this podcast has given me way too many TV <laughs> shows to watch. Like I can't keep up. I don't know what to do. All our current fixations are our TV shows. shows, and I'm like listed up to here yeah, and now on yeah. my Netflix and Hulu. Like, what's it called? Like, backlog. Q. Yeah, 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 yeah. Q. Q. My yeah, queue yeah. is Q. full, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pia. Um, I am. I'm like obsessing over hot eight yoga right now and it's oh yes and what it's is it hot eight yoga it's in beverly oh hot well, there's I one in yogurt i was like oh. what um no not yogurt uh but i do love yogurt me too me too it's hot yoga. hot eight yoga we but love hot yoga so what i love about hot eight yoga is that they have like a regular hot yoga class mm. but then there's a sculpt class Ooh. and there's a fucking bar class and like mm-hmm. this morning I did the sculpt class and literally at one point I was like, I looked at the teacher and I was like, how is this legal? Cause this is a, b- <laughs> it's boot camp in like yeah. 110 degree. But I just feel so high when I leave that class. I'm a big fan of like hot cold too. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. you know, I just think that it's, it's the only time where I really, I always say, like, before I go to bed, I'm going to, like, do my prayers and my ritual and my intentions and write my list and do my thing. But I just, I eat a CBD pill and I, like, pass <laughs> out on my husband. And so having that, like, morning to, like, lay in there and then, like, get a fucking dope workout in and then stretch a shit ton and then have another five minutes of, like, forced reflection mm-hmm. is totally. really really incredible Absolutely. and it's been like a big game changer for me to the point where like if i miss a class i'm like <laughs> yeah but, uh, it's like meltdown Central. whenever i go to hot yoga i made them let me in late today yeah <laughs> um i feel like i'm being my body has been wrung out yes like a yeah towel. yeah it's really it good for you i remember amazing. one summer mads you and i went to yoga together every day well yeah we, well we we tr- we took like the Yoga t- the no the teacher training like 500 hour Holy shit. thing when i was in high school which is like crazy that was um, crazy it was hot yoga at moto no it was at core, core power. power oh yeah it, oh yeah moto core power is way bigger in san diego than it is here yeah. but um yeah it's huge yeah in san diego. so we used to do hot yoga i mean we had to because we had to get the 500 hours and we were just like i don't think i got the 500 hours no, i don't think you finished it scout but no cool. i don't think i finished that well, it's pretty how pretty long does it take to do 500 hours of yoga don't ask me because <laughs> i did not complete it <laughs> I mean, if you go every day, and then we and then we did have classes that added up to the five hundred, but it took it took like it took like six months. No, oh, it was like a two know? month thing. But what? Then, but then we had to keep going and do the, and do yoga for five hundred oh, hours. Okay, two hundred hours. I think it's two hundred. You're crazy. <laughs> no, you're crazy. It was two hundred. An hour a day. That's okay. That's thirty <laughs> fucking hours a month. <laughs> It was 200 I was like, this is years. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was 200. Unless you're just in there all day for multiple days. <laughs> but, but, but the class is counted towards those hours. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So okay. it was more doable. Um, yeah, I just <laughs> fucked up on that. It's 200 hours for sure. You're yeah. like, I yeah. had to do 5,000 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Casually, my sophomore year of high school. <laughs> so weird and random. Mads, you actually like taught a so class random. too. Yeah, I used to work at the like local gym. I was a yoga instructor oh, when I was in high school. That's it is that legal? I don't think Probably so. Probably not. No. Yeah, no. Also I just walked into the gym and I was like, Hey, I have a teacher's like certificate. 
and I'll teach her yoga. And they were like, yeah, what, sure. like after school? Yeah. I went to like, I did like the that 5 p.m. That is so class. cute. I never took one of your classes. That's a big regret I mean, of mine. What was your yoga voice? Because teachers full have yoga voice and it's such <laughs> a real thing. I mean, I'm She's very the loud. loudest, most She's like person. literally the loudest yeah. human being and on this so planet. I think that was like my therapeutic hour where yeah. I just calm down, calm down. Slowed down. Okay, Maybe well, that's, that's like impossible it. to find something to like calm you down. So that's pretty good. Oh, very true. Yeah. I try on a daily basis. And fail. And fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. 
Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Okay, we need to get into UPO. Yes, we do. Oh, gosh. There's so much to unpack. Ask me anything. But, like, personal things that are cool and not, like, let's, like, get real. No. Oh, so yeah, I mean, that's yes. what we're here let's for. Okay, okay, but first, we, let's, like, lay down basics. Like, personal things that is are it? cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Everything is cool What a you. nice thing to say. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Sorry. Okay, lay down, we'll lay down the foundation. So, okay. where'd you grow up? I grew up in Pasadena. Perfect. Was fashion always a prevalent aspect of your yeah, life? Yeah, I, I, ha- I remember, <laughs> I was, like, laughing at this with my mom the other day, because my dad, like, hated his job, and I remember him coming home in the summer one time, and I was, like, swimming, and he was like, oh, I went to work all day. All you did was swim. Like, you need to get a job. And I was, I remember looking at him and being like, I'm 11 <laughs> and I can't work yet. So I don't know why you're mad that I have summer vacation. So as soon as I turned 12, I got a job at my mom's friend's boutique in La Cunada and like folded sweaters and shit. Got it. And then I had a job at Elisa B, which is a boutique in Old Town mm-hmm. Pasadena. Like she had like Alexander Wang when I was in high school. It was like a, such a chic store. And I folded stuff and I wrapped Christmas presents until I was like old enough for them to hire me part-time and I would mm-hmm. go after school and work there and work on the weekends and um use the money I made there to buy shit on mm-hmm. the west I would drive to the west side and like this is when like Madison and Planet Blue and like oh, I would go to Jet Rag I could go to hit up every yes I mean yeah I, every brand at that point like was so interesting and so cool there wasn't social media so yeah. it didn't matter like who was wearing that dress or like i mean there was this is when nicole Rich, she was also like popping sure. so whatever she would wear i was like and i'm not but like <laughs> there was definitely a beautiful discovery to being and like you know you would like talk to the people who worked at madison and they were all mm. fucking cool and they dressed cool and they were like we love this designer and they make the, you know and so i always was just like oh like it was a big deal to me always and then I went to Parsons design school amazing so how did you start designing for Reformation I got hired there um doing not that I got hired there doing like PR and then Mm. um and then I started like got thrown in on like styling a web this is when like they like just had like I remember the first time we sold something online wow so you were there from the beginning I got there at the very beginning and then and then the Reformation to that point too was just like one of a kind stuff, and mm-hmm. then she started developing like a collection. Um, Were you friends with Yale before? Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Not like we met, and not long after we then we started hanging out, and not long after we met, I remember her sending me down and being like, "We really want you to work for us." I was like, I don't know. You guys are my friends. I've never done that. I don't really want to do that. I really was like excited. I was, I just left people's revolution and I kind of wanted to get back to doing like freelance production, which is what I was doing before in my like super early, early twenties. And, um, and then one day she was like, do you want to sit on a design meeting? Like, I think you understand like what the customer would want. And that was at the very beginning. So then I was doing all that other stuff and then sitting in on design meetings and then it's kind of grappling with it all. And then after like however many years, 
the company turned into like a full company and you mm. didn't have to be one of those employees that did 45 things anymore because there was the funding for you to do your you know every there was like multiple totally. so many employees and so i was just the designer mm. with other obviously not just me with like a bunch of other people but and then what what made you want to leave that um i got a job at zara and i yeah. didn't want to go to zara but i had just gotten out of a breakup and really wanted to like eat pray love myself <laughs> amazing and so i took the do. interview at zara to just get a ticket to europe and i met a friend there and the friend who i met there said oh i was just with risa from revolve and mm. she wants to meet you because i had posted on instagram that i was leaving reformation to go to zara and i was like oh that's weird i wonder why she would want to meet me whatever mm. I'm in Italy and I like have the interview. I go to Italy to meet my friend. We like sit down for our first meal. Zara calls. They're like, you got the job. Mm. And, um, oh, it makes me like emotional. Cause oh. I was like, oh my God, I thought I was going to be such a loser for so long. Cause I just had this job that I had done for a really long time. And I just plateaued. And I was like, what am I going to do? And like, you know, I think it's hard, especially in LA where like, there are people who come from like very rich backgrounds. And like my dad made good money, but like, you know, at a certain point, he was, you know, when I'm in my fucking 20s, I don't have like help and I don't have like a trust fund or anything right. like that. So I was like, I don't, I didn't have time to like take time to be like, what do I want? Or like, mm-hmm. my parents will pay my rent until this. Like, it just wasn't, by that time, I was giving them money mm-hmm. back for, you know, having them like help me with college and stuff. So I freaked out and was like, holy shit. Like, and it was like a great, I was like, I'm moving to Spain where like it costs nothing to eat food and yeah. to like live. And I'm getting like a salary increase. And the company was so, everyone at the company was so nice and they're so cool. And I was like, I'm going to see Europe. This is crazy. And then I get, I got back from Italy and we were crying. We're cheering. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, I'm moving to Europe. And like, and then um, I met with Risa and she's like, so Revolve has been doing private label brands and they're doing really well. And, like, we think that you would be great to, like, run one of those brands since you have a background in, like, all of these things. And you can – I mean, that's, like, the hard thing that people don't understand is, like, I design everything. And, like, we make, like, 60 things a month. And then I have, like, swim and sweaters and jewelry and bags and the shoes. And and then I I run the Instagram, like – I it's like I do the photos like it's it's a lot of stuff and it's really hard I'm lucky that I had all these random jobs because it it led me to that point like I know how to run an Instagram account I know how to do customer service like I know how to take photos because I you know I know how to produce a shoot Mm. and then the amazing people at Revolve you know they're like we're here whenever you need us so if I'm like hey I want to do this event like the marketing girls are like boom and they put it together in a second because they're champions and so I'm really thankful for that. Um, so, so what was wait, the... Wait, we need to go... We need to, we, need to, we need to go back. So, first, that's so interesting that you felt like you were plateauing at Ref. And then, isn't it so amazing that that moment where you are kind of had that freak out, like two incredible, like yeah. life-changing opportunities. I don't know. Just I, I, I love when people have those types of moments because it's just so reassuring for people everyone around going to, that. Yeah. to remind yourself, like, if you're stuck there usually is something on the other end of that. I, mean, I remember like right before, yeah, just like I lived yeah. in this house with my ex and I would run out of money every month before I would get my new paycheck. Mm. And 
and all, Reformation was doing so well, and I like loved working there so much. Mm-hmm. But I was like, there's nowhere for me to grow. Mm-hmm. And just, and I'm so lucky that I had the foundation of going to like a. I didn't graduate from school because my ran like money became really hard, and so um, when I was a junior, my mom was like how much more do you want to like get into college debt? And I was like, mm-hmm. not much. And also my college counselor was like, you're getting jobs already. Like go yeah. build up your portfolio. Like you don't, nobody cares if you, everyone's going to ask you for a fucking like degree. Totally. I'm the same way. I didn't graduate college. You know, I had like, a career opportunity and I was like, there's literally no reason for me no to one's continue. Ever at that. No. Zara asked me for my degree because they were like, Oh, we need to get, cause I, whatever when they thought i was gonna go there for a second um they were like we need you know that for to get a visa for you yeah but that was it that's that the was only it. time yeah so it. what was like the catalyst like you had two amazing opportunities what made you i spent a month deciding. melting really yeah. melting melting, wow. melting and what was the ultimate the d- yeah uh like just so funny um the okay so i'm lucky that i went to parsons for multiple reasons i and a lot of the things that my professors taught me about like legit, like just lo- just logistical shit mm-hmm. always really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So one was like set a salary goal for yourself and just know that like realistically you can't increase your salary by like more than it would be a miracle, but like 10 K a year. Right. And so if you're like, if you want to have this salary by the time you're 35, like you need to fucking figure out how to get a, get you know it. what I mean? And right. so, I was like, okay, and then um, that was something that, like, oh, and then obviously just the title of creative director, like, yeah. how uh, there's no bigger title. I do think that, unfortunately, the title of creative director nowadays gets, like, I'm lucky that I'm the creative director of a brand, but, like, that's it within the context of, like, you know, this, like, kind of, like, fast fashion-y culture, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, real creative directors have like an art history degree and like work for fucking 20 years. And like oh, then you get that yeah. title. You Got know it. what I mean? Yeah. There's a, a friend of mine named Ruba who lives in New York who's a fucking the biggest inspiration of life. And she has a highlight on her Instagram that says like how to become a creative director. And it wow. is the most spot on, like also just kind of like fuck you. Like because I think people forget that like you have to do all those jobs Absolutely. first, yeah. you know, and I didn't, I lucky that I got it this early, but anyway, so I was like that title. Mm-hmm. And then what if I meet someone in Europe and I have to decide between Italy or Italy, I say right. Italy because my <laughs> husband was yeah. between Europe and LA sure. and like, I'm so attached to my parents mm-hmm. and like, that was really hard. Like it was just, and so I, I just was like, I can't, I just can't turn this down. Cause mm-hmm. when else am I going to be able to do my own thing? Absolutely. Um, and then like, ironically enough, I ended up having to like choose between a European and America anyway. Thank yeah. God he picked America. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying I would have moved to Europe at some point. Cause I think this place is going to fucking burst into flames. flames. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Um, so you described LPA as Dolce Gabbana meets Supreme. So yeah, can I we take that? I said it once a long oh, time ago. Oh, does everyone? And it's like the one you? thing that I just don't ever want to use either one of those. Okay, we'll nix it. We'll just yeah. nix that. Okay, so so, ha- like, so how I'm happy that I can publicly say that I don't ever want to hear that. I said it one okay. time, like in the comfort of my home with a writer, and it was like the title of the thing. And oh my god, picked oh my up. Gosh. Okay, and PSA. I was like, this is the perfect, interesting thing for how like 
there's no contacts and things just travel <laughs> and like yeah, 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 just yeah, becomes yeah. like blown up. No. Okay, totally. so who is the LPA girl? Um, I well, it's it's been an interesting thing trying to figure out like what my idea is and like what sells and like then who's buying things and whatever. But I think it's like I think there's an interesting moment. Well, at first, like, I'm lucky that, like, a lot of young girls, like, girls wear that shit to prom, and I'm like, that's fucking amazing. That's right. And my mom wears LPA all the time, which I think is, like, super cute. Ideally, it's for this, like, lull in between, like, you know, 24, 25, and you, like, start working, and then, like, into your, like, mid-30s, when you're just, like, that, like, moment where you're, like, I want to, like, look super cute, and, like, maybe you get a big paycheck, and you want to splurge on a leather jacket, but if you can't, there's, like... $120 $120 dress you know you'll wear 10 times you know what I mean and like it's sad the way that people wear clothes now mm-hmm. it's like very disposable and Absolutely. that's something I would like and not like do but like am kind of like working on but at the same time like there's like I mean we just sell such volume of things mm-hmm. like and and I'm so thankful for that so it's been it's funny like girls also buy things that are like very sluty <laughs> and that would happen at, at Reformation too. Like the things oh, that were the or... more most like body bearing. Like girls love that shit. Oh yeah. And I don't. I'm, I'm not, not like that. We're not well, my hu- we're my doing. husband gets so many. Why should my wife tits be out all the time? Like, <laughs> that's his accent. Oh my god. And every that. time I put something on, he's like, oh, like, and I'm like. I don't have to tell you. Like <laughs> this top, I sold hundreds of these tops. Like, like you know what I mean? Oh my like, gosh! So it's like I don't know. I right now I'm getting older. Obviously, yeah, like so I'm 32 now. Are. So I definitely there are times that I want to feel really sexy and buy a dress. I'm just like fuck yeah, I look good. Yeah. Like I put on an LPA dress the other night and had just had a girls' dinner at sunset. I was wearing head to toe LPA and I was like, I feel so good. Aww. And then. There are times where I'm like, oh, this is an LPA sweatshirt. That, mm-hmm. like, is it surreal to wear your own clothes? It's pretty, it's, no, it's more weird when I meet someone and they own LPA. I'm like, you took time out of your day <laughs> to, like, Aww. buy something that's that I made. That's how I feel like, about people who listen to the podcast. I'm like, you it took, so, it's like, you're, you're, the, so you're much in your time. home. Yeah. You're yeah. in your home. It's just, what's fucked up about it, everything. You're, like, from this remote, tiny place where you yeah. feel so safe, safe and something yeah. goes out into the world and you don't realize that, like, people are not only are people at looking at it, but, like, everyone in the world has access to that. And totally. then it's just, that's why you gotta be, like, very obviously i mean i like pray now before even i like set an intention before i put any instagram post or anything because i'm just like god forbid interesting yeah are you spiritual yeah Yeah. that's what i figured i follow um i like pray to different angels like angel michael for protection no i pray to my inner guide tell me more about the angels oh my god you guys are okay there's just like throne (laughs) angels and dominion angels and i call on them for emergencies which i've been like really having to like depend on them like really hard no. Hmm. What is this? Wait, where where is this? I have a woman in? that I talk to. That yeah, is like, and they give you the angels. Yeah, she'd be like, I mean, there's angel books. So how it works is like, I'm not like like I grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. but okay. I think I think this way with any religion, like whatever these things are, mm-hmm. it's just a form of energy. Sure. Yes. So yeah, yes. If I want to feel safe and like. Angel Michael is like this thing that's like, oh, it's not like literal. There's not, I mean, like visualize or whatever, but, and I feel warmth and a smile coming down, but it's, it's just an energy. energy. And and the people put energy 
into physical forms mm-hmm. that they're comfortable with. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. so I love I that. I love that description. Yeah. Thinking about angels flying around me makes my heart sore. Yeah. And I just and then you should do is, that. This is back to the whole goop thing. If it works for you, just like let people be. Yeah. God damn. Wait, do you want to know about me talking to her? Oh, yeah. Wait, did we not finish that? No. Oh, okay. oh keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> so I Where love her. This? So then, so that, and my friends who own Sweet Greens are like, friends with her and they are she mm-hmm. like loves sweet greens and like works with them and so they were like we had a dinner in her house and she was like so cool and i was like oh and then i started listening to her podcast which mm-hmm. is new and then i listened yep. to everyone like i like and some multiple times what's like, it called the, it's just the, the goo, goo podcast, podcast. Just the goo podcast. Yeah. like there was like listen to the first one with oprah it's Ooh, I didn't down. Even, can i say something i didn't even listen to the oprah one really? because i was like it's like peeking it, really? You're right. You're right. I'll listen to it when I feel settled. I want to listen true. to the doctors a, and I want to yeah. the Gabrielle Reese. Gabrielle Reese mm-hmm. is like, I know when her niche is the highest person for most people, but I think in general population, Gabrielle Reese is like very underestimated as like a fucking God totally. on this planet. And she's so centered and fucking cool. Anyway, so <laughs> they, I don't know, by the grace of God, I get an email saying like, you're invited to like a live taping with Gwyneth Paltrow interviewing Giselle. Wow. And I was like, wow. That's amazing. And so I bring my best friend who I grew up with in Pasadena who like has a kid and like is like, you know, like a fucking mom Mm -hmm. and and who's like my best whole life and loves GP, right? So we're like in the car. We're like, oh, my God. And we (laughs) sit and we like sit down and Gwyneth walks out (gasps) and she looks like a fucking. Also, there's like three people there. It's like so small. And she's she's small. No, the, no, the, the room. Oh, 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 I was like, she's. Oh and she looked at everyone and she said, I, this has never happened before, but Giselle is not here. <gasps> and we're just going to have to like do a Q&A. And I was like, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Because Giselle, I'm fine with. But sure. No, GP is. I don't. I'm fine. You know, like yeah. I wasn't there for Giselle. Yeah. I was there for GP. Yeah. So then how she did you ask a question? So I asked a question that, first of all, I was like, I'm going to ask a question. And <laughs> once I <laughs> said that to myself, I was sweating. My mouth got dry. That happens to me every time. And like everyone, I was like, I'll let a few people ask questions yeah. first. So I don't seem too thirsty. And then, so the whole time I'm like, and I'm, tr- and I'm keep taking deep breaths, but I'm wearing leather pants. So every time I breathe, the leather makes a noise in this tiny <laughs> oh room. Oh my like, God. Everyone's I'm fucking nervous. My stomach was gurgling, and I was like, and then I asked her. I I asked her what it is like to be. I was like, so once you get woke about food and food being medicine Mm -hmm. and the things that we're supposed to be eating and drinking on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. once you have all that knowledge, how do you share that information without it? coming mm. off as elitist and isolating Absolutely. that's a great question which is a great question <laughs> what uh, was her answer <laughs> it came through snaps, me snaps. um because i because I, I remember being like well i get weird with health and wellness mm-hmm. and so and they were and she and her i think her name's Alyssa or elise her like right hand was like how weird do you get and i was like i get myself coffee animas at home and they were like oh good for you good for you Shut oh my god like, yeah and so then everyone like looked at me like who's that girl um, she gave a lot of answers um, that were great. Like she took a while to answer and it yeah. literally, it was like God sent me there because she talked about being criticized online mm-hmm. and how like 
she's like, you know, like if you're a random account or a blogger and you aren't following journalistic decorum, which is like my whole thing about the internet is like, say what you want to say, but just follow your fact check, timeline check, mm-hmm. journalistic, basic journalistic, because I wanted to be a journalist. And so like when I was in high school, I wrote for the paper and I used to take fucking classes at SC. Mm-hmm. I got invited to take classes at SC about journalism. So mm-hmm. it's something that like, that's why when I see people just saying whatever the fuck they want on the internet without checking yeah. timelines to make other people look bad, I'm like, that's not that's not the rules. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's all out the window. So she you. was like, you know, if I see people say, and she's like, and people who are openly willing to like say negative things, mm-hmm. she's like, and they don't have a job within this category. Like, you're not in even in the arena. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's you need awesome. a level of expertise. Yeah. And then she talked about her dad being sick. And, like, what yeah. he was, like, eating and how she was, like, you need to not do that. And how, like, her she realized that there was no way that her dad wasn't going to eat a fucking steak. And, like, I mean, you know, do whatever it was that he was doing that she thought was, like, unsafe for, like, the particular cancer that he had. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, you know, like, my daughter eats Doritos. Like, I'm not going to give my daughter a complex sure. by, like, telling her she can't. And yeah. that's also something I think about all the time with yeah. having kids, like, my sister was really gnarly with her daughter about food, and she like for a moment got really weird with food. And so, you have to be you have to be really careful. You gotta be very careful. Absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know. It was like Gwyneth a lot story. of really beautiful things. Mm-hmm. She um was tight in the right places, but also looked aged in a way that was mm-hmm. so refreshing because oh. I was like, I just want to let wrinkles happen naturally, and gracefully, places, and like I like. Everyone has the same nose job and the same lips and like the fl- <laughs> and I love a Botox and I you know do my lips and stuff but like right. so small. Do you do Botox like for prevent preventable Botox? Well, my p- normal sitting face is a very hard frown. Got it. And it gives me headaches and people ask me if I'm okay all the time. <laughs> oh my god! So I do it a tiny bit so I still have movement, but that this is not just like your nor- resting. It's pose. bad. I've had people. I've had. I. I mean strangers often like are you okay and i'm like oh my god i'm actually totally fine oh my god that's hilarious sorry i just look like that oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and she like smelled good and she's like a cool blowout and she wore like a white button down with a sequin skirt and like fucking stan smith and i was like that's perfect age appropriate cool outfit she's she's so elegant and she hugged me and she was like if you ever want to talk about anything get my email and i was like oh my god i want to chain smoke cigarettes with her drunk and i want to go get a colonic with her she's like on but she's balanced she's that person i want to do bad girl stuff and good girl stuff you know what like it's just yeah i I, she's so vulnerable about being like you listen to the podcast she's she's so articulate and well-spoken and well-read it's really unfair, as you said, for these she fangirls and everyone she she meets. Totally, she is not elitist by any means in any interview. She's so vulnerable. Okay, and I think she, I need to get humble, on the Gwyneth. Yeah. Train. Her, the the Gwyneth yeah. uh, the Julia Roberts I, interview an is also amazing too. She was like, "You're Julia Roberts." You're doing like Julia Roberts. You're like, "You're Julia Roberts." And Julia Roberts was like, "You're Gwyneth Paltrow," and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm excited for both of you." <laughs> <laughs> I was like in my car, like yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to and listen I to this podcast. The like, only I'm Pia. I'm here. Too. <laughs> we actually have our cousin listens to our podcast, and she'll actually accidentally talk to us in the car. That's fucking cute. Yeah, and it weird. Is cute. It is weird. But the it's future, cute. isn't it cute? She like thinks that she's like chatting with us, so it's she'll just like chime in, that. and then she'll be like, "Wait, it's a podcast that yeah. doesn't work." Also, the other thing I love about Gwyneth is she drinks Japanese whiskey, and I was just like, "So, so Mads is so really fun. big in whiskey. I'm a really big whiskey oh. drinker, and 
I read it. I just read an article. I think it was on Into the Gloss, and she was just like her nighttime bed. You know, is whiskey? No way. She gets home and drinks a glass of Japanese whiskey, and I was like, "That's amazing." Goals. Like the only thing I know her from. Like I'm sorry that I'm super ignorant on this situation. Um, is the Avengers? Like that's literally the only thing I know. Like I I know. I don't even know know what the Avengers is. Is that a movie? Oh my god, you don't know what the (laughs) Avengers is? Oh, you know what the Avengers is? I'm obsessed with the Avengers. Are you kidding me? Is that like one of those? movies that's from a comic book yes she's in a comic book movie yeah she's the wife of iron man oh chic she is super yeah oh yes 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 with um that just Robert seems, off, Jr. That seems yeah, yeah. off brand for me, so I would not it assume is, that those two things are. So I, get I just nerdy. see Shakespeare and love yeah. so hard. There's oh, so yeah, many superstars. So many superstars in Avengers that like you just pass off. You're just yeah. like, oh, you're in this. Okay. Oh my god, like, I'm obsessed with the Avengers. Yeah, I. Uh, wow, interesting things. Something to know about that, you. yeah, right. It's yeah. a bit surprising. <laughs> Very weird. It's like nice to meet you guys. Oh my god. Okay, so let's talk about Revolve. Yeah. What about it? Just like, what's it like working with like? them? They're so nice they're and so fun and so great. And I just so like want to know the tea. Like, how how are they? They are taking how over. Are they achieving what they are achieving. They're taking over they the entire world. They work their asses off, and yeah. they have a bunch of people who work with them that really believe in what they do, and mm-hmm. it's they're fucking cool. Yeah, like they're just like great, wonderful people. Yeah, our first like three meetings were like at MM's house with like pizza and like wine and like. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's it awesome. It's just really. Like, M.M.'s mom is, like, the most wonderful woman I've, like, ever met. And, like, they're just, it's wild to associate, like, a very normal human. Mm -hmm. It's also, like, very, like, it's a culturally, like, very diverse company, Mm -hmm. um, which is, like, I don't know. It's just, like, every kind of character is in there, and everyone's really cool. People worked there for a very long time there was like zero fucking turnover oh that's which I amazing think oh, volumes about a company yeah that does Absolutely. like and i always look i look at that deeply when mm-hmm. like what i think about a place i want to go or like what kind or of work with or, or work with company. or anything like there have been companies that i've been associated with or worked with that had very fucking high turnovers so mm-hmm. sad um, so do they give you like complete creative freedom yeah that's awesome wow. so yeah i mean so they market lpa and like they're they have a their customer that they know right. like the back of their hand so they do um you know they'll be like we're going on this trip like we're gonna have an lpa lunch and i'm like cool just like push these items or like i'll like tell one of the girls that's there i'm like can you bring like a disposable camera or then take like film photos for me so i can make mm-hmm. the content look more lpa and so it's not right. like a lot of repeat content because sure. their content mm-hmm. performs really well on revolve but it's like i don't want the same them to look the same mm-hmm. um and then yeah, I mean, I work my ass off on, like, the LPA site and being really, like, crazy many, about how stuff. How many people work for you? Uh, I, there's, like, two people that are, like, on my team that, like, wow. design. And then there's, like, kind of just, like, teams and people who work on different teams. Like, you know, there's, like, a fabric team. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the girls in there is, like, does LPA stuff. And, like. How far out do you but design like, for? I just, did it, I just had them all over for dinner. And I think it was like tw- there's like 20 people that like were mm-hmm. I know then it's hard because then it's yeah. like I'll be like oh I need to do like marketing stuff and then there's like the brand marketing team that's like a whole I mean they all work on everything yeah um like you know there's so many brands yeah there's like 18 12 or yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. Revolve, brands yeah. that are yeah. revolved yeah. so but the like every day all day long just with me is Tim and Sean amazing Love babies. <laughs> we had the best <laughs> conversation and then there's two other guys I'm. Gay men are just so important to me, and like always have. <laughs> 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 well, 
Well, now that my mom, like, my, since my father passed away, like, mm. she's, like, having to have a social life. She just discovered that gay men are, like, God's gift to the world. Absolutely. And so I had a psychic a while ago tell me that I would be surrounded by a lot of gay men. Um, but, like, really, she was, like, mm. soon you'll be literally surrounded by a lot of gay men. And I was, like, that's so cool. <laughs> and now, like, where I sit, like, where our pod is, yeah. there's two boys from another team. And, like, they help with, like, ha- like an LPA too, but they work for, like, an- one of the other brands. But we all sit together. Mm-hmm. And it's four gay men. Wow. That are all from different countries. Or their pa- or their parents are from a different mm-hmm. country. And we had this, like, amazing – we had this amazing conversation the other day where – one of them was talking about like his mom and dad's dynamic and and then the other one like Sean was like oh my mom and dad are the same way like my dad never wanted my mom to do this and Tim was like oh yeah like my mom doesn't even know how to drive because my dad was like you don't need to know how to drive oh my and, god like, and like and I and then I was talking because we were spanning from the conversation I was having about like my dad and how you know my mom is like having like for the first time really has like a life since my dad died mm. And and it was this, like, beautiful, connective moment because Eric was like, it's so weird. Like, all of our dads are the same. And I was like, it's not weird. It's cultural. Like, mm. all of our families come from different cultures. We're within those cultures up until this fucking the last 10 years. Okay. The man worked and the woman was a housewife. Mm-hmm. And so it's it, like, tingled into their family a little bit where the mom was like, well, I want to have a job. Like, mm-hmm. One of the one of the kids at the table was like, "Oh yeah, my parents started fighting when my mom like got a job when I was in high school," and I was like, "That," and he's like, "I think maybe it's from her working." I was like, "Yeah, motherfucker, yeah. your yeah. dad was pissed about it." Yeah, like the same way my dad got pissed when my mom started working. Yeah, it's the power dynamics. Like it's yeah. like the power dynamics, and I was like, I had this moment. I got like so emotional, and I was like, "Isn't this? We are all the same." Yeah. Like yeah, this is like Vietnam and fucking like Iran and um, Mexico. Right. And my mom's from All Denmark. My mom came around a boat from Denmark. And my dad's wow. really from yeah. Italy. And like, I was like, this is the same fucking dynamic across all these very different cultures. I love that. It was so beautiful. And, and it's amazing so that now women are kind of entering. And then the I'm sitting there as like exactly. the boss of Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, like, uh, <laughs> look at me. Exactly, exactly. Well, then I'm like, they're like, I'm like, they joke. They're like, you're half. They're like, every once in a while you have these like creative director moments. But for the rest of the time, you're like, I'm just full just kind of like I'm oversharing mess. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I'm at you've like, but they're like my, but those are I'm very yeah. close with Tim and Sean. Yeah. yeah, you've overcome a lot. I mean, you've hustled, you've worked really hard. Maybe money was tight in some areas. You lost your father. What kind of advice would you give someone who might be plateauing in their career, dealing with a family emergency, to keep going? I mean, right saying? now is like a night. Like I'm like right now is like really hard. Like it's this moment is very hard. Like, it's like my husband got a p- the promotion of his life to m- with the company he was working for. And the offer was to move to Italy and live in this like beautiful town and, and work with the owner of the company, like the most prestigious Italian menswear brand. Like and he had been working like a like a psychopath for that job for five years. And that's why we kept breaking up because like we were long distance and we would get together and we would break up because he would he's like my job is like more important. And then we got engaged and he was like, I got the promotion. And for a second, I was like, holy shit, I'm moving to Italy. This is going to be amazing. And I started looking up places and to get an idea of like, 
you know where we'd be living and what the places look like and they were fucking mansions for nothing and like you know <laughs> with like little here's a, do you want a vineyard and you're in like yeah <laughs> and then i was like what if something happens to my family i just had this weird feeling i was like what if something happens to my dad it was like, and that's, so my was advice is like, time? follow your fucking gut intuition because yeah. it's like, there have been times with like a couple other bad things that happened recently where I was like, oh, I don't know if like, I'm nervous about that. And then that thing ultimately was something that like backfired. And mm-hmm. so it's just really listening to your intuition. And then when he, when he turned, when he said like, we can't move, like, yeah, he was sick. He was sick and he was definitely like in bed a lot and like, not i've been in i don't know and he loved davide so much like they were so in love and davide went to his job and they were like you need to convince your fiance to like move here otherwise like we don't really have a position for you and he was like i can find another job i can't find another wife wow which was like so and then he like moved here and two weeks later my fucking dad died like uh, upstairs in his bedroom like like we had dinner with him and he went upstairs and he said i don't feel good but it's like feels different this time. I don't feel good. And he fucking dropped dead um, <laughs> as my mom was taking his shoes off. Oh my God. And we had just, we'd finished dinner with him and we went around the corner to our friend's house to have like a nightcap. One of our friends was in town who was um, from New York who was pregnant in like seven months. And I was like, oh, this is great. So they're like, well, open a bottle of wine or whatever. And I like, take a sip of the wine and my mom calls. And I just had a weird feeling about answering the phone. And. We like I sped home like I guess Davide got on the phone and he was like your mom said we need to come home and there was just ambulance everywhere and I went upstairs and he was just fucking like dead on the floor. It was so crazy. And I was like I'm about to get married like how are you going to die right now? Davide just moved here and he like moved here. I was like screaming at him. But I mean it was like then I woke up the next day and I was like I think we have to move in here and Davide was like I know your mom can't live in here alone. She can't afford it. And But my parents I've been in that house for 35 years and they got married there and my dad died there. And it's like the center of our really mixed family. Mm-hmm. Like my nieces and nephews stay there when they're home from college and my best friend and her daughter show up every day. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. Yeah. We, and I'm one of my fucking 70 year old mom in an apartment. No way. Like, and everyone else already has kids. So it was just fell on me. So I we like, like moved in there and took everything over. I admire you so much. First of all, um, we just lost our stepmom. Oh, I'm so sorry. And it's hard when you're p- when your parents alone. It's a really scary. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's a scary feeling yeah. to know that one of your parents is alone. It's re- It's. I always knew that at some point I would like have her living close to me. Mm-hmm. And my dad, even the before he died, he was like, listen, like I know Davide gave up a lot. He's like, if you guys want the house, like we can build a guest house. He's like, that's what I always wanted to do anyway. Like there's mm-hmm. too many stairs here. I can't get up and down the stairs. So we'll eventually, if I can save up for it, I mean, well, I would like to in a year, like build a cottage for her on just mm-hmm. like, on. And it's a big, like it's, it's awesome because like, obviously like, you know, the house isn't owned outright because, it, but it's a fucking insanely beautiful property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. so beautiful and like so special. And like mm-hmm. my dad bought it for nothing and added all this stuff there. And it's like he built half the stuff that's in there. And it's like, mm-hmm. and then the whole upstairs is the master suite. So she has her own zone. Right. So like we're constantly joking about like sex stuff all the time. Cause <laughs> I was just like, my mom will be like, you know, I just wish that I had, I wish you wouldn't criticize like the way I live around in here. Cause my mom's just like a little messy and like, 
And, I, and, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I wish I could fuck my husband all the time. So I don't know. We just oh. have to fucking figure it out. Oh my dude. God, that's like, incredible. Sometimes I just look at my husband and want to jump his bones and I just can't. And so she's like, I can go upstairs. I can't hear anything. I'm like, I know you're up there. I know you're up there. I know you're up there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to have her. Like, there's times where she's like, I'm going to bed. Uh, and like, you're like, like, you put, like weird up. pressure on us. Have sex like, now. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I'll come home and from like, and Davide will have done so much work on that because we cleaned everything out. Davide yeah. painted everything. And he gave up his you job. Have a keeper, he went from man. working like a crazy person. I was launching his own business. We we're doing it with like a few small investments from our close friends who really believe in him and so he doesn't have an office he works from a dining room table right now and um i'll get home and my mom will be like you know we all gather around the table at night we hope drink wine or we figure out what we're eating cause mm. we're all really good at cooking we all really love wine and it's really beautiful we laugh we talk about our day my mom i'll walk in and she's like you owe your husband so many blowjobs he literally cleaned out the whole closet <laughs> He painted the whole dining room. Your <laughs> mom like sounds like our mom. Yeah, your mom. Our moms would. Get our along moms would so get along. Well. She so well. needs more friends and is available oh, for hangouts. For so. sure, they, she can come over for sure. And I just taught her. How, you know what's so funny? So growing up in Pasadena is a very Christian Catholic place. Really? Okay. And I didn't have like obviously there was I we knew Jewish families yeah. growing up, but it's not a huge. There's not like a huge. There's no synagogue. There's a like one really? small in synagogue. Pasadena. Just in Pasadena specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the surrounding area. There's there yeah. everywhere. But there's like a million churches. It's like very interesting. And I w- I was I was told the girl who gave me a facial at sun worship last night. Yeah. She is Jewish, and she was like, "Oh, I love Pasadena. The only reason why I didn't move there because I couldn't. There wasn't a Jewish school for my okay. two sons. Oh, okay. And I was like, I didn't know about Shabbat dinner or like live Shabbat dinner lifestyle until I moved to New York. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. what a, well, I, cause I was like, we have like Sunday family dinner. It's like the same it's thing, the same but it's just thing. different, same thing, different night. It's you know what I mean? You just go, you pray, you eat food. Yeah. And I was telling my mom about that and she was like, I know. She's like, I've never been to a Shabbat. And I was like, we gotta, oh my God, she's got to come over I here know. for Shabbat. Like, this Shabbat like, is, just imagine this all lit, my, my no, mom, like, candles everywhere. So it looks up, up a storm. It's, it's the most magical. It's so magical. Of the week. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The wine is flowing. Sundays for us are really. Got it. Okay crazy like we like that's why it was so special that my dad passed away after a sunday dinner like i'd never miss a sunday dinner and we yeah gather together we drink wine we thing. talk about the week we make yeah. like really special food we like sit at the dining yeah. table we pray we like you know it's like Absolutely. a special ritual our we got we did our like quick little civil ceremony it was a week the because we were supposed to do it with my dad that next mm-hmm. friday oh, we are gonna go to the church like or just not go to the church we were gonna go to the courthouse yeah, and just to get started, because when Davide quit his job, he gave up his visa. You yeah. know, so we oh, were like, yeah. I'm like, fuck. He's yeah. And so we are like little wedding that we did in the backyard. Everyone was in town yeah. to like for the funeral, and so Davide made lasagna, and I made a salad, and mm-hmm. I wore my grandma's crown that she yeah. wore when she married my grandpa, and. I've had, th- I saved up when I was in high school and bought Manola Blahniks on sale for $150. And oh, they were shit. white lace pumps. Go, girl. That I said I would get. Where are you? Where also, that was crazy. Like, Manolos on sale were like one, because Manolos yeah. used to be $300. Yeah. Yeah, at least. Say, what? At least. <laughs> and I was like, one day I'll get married in these shoes. And oh. I wore those. And oh I had a dress God. from Happy Isles that was supposed to be our, like, big wedding rehearsal dinner dress. And we, like, had, like, the best little backyard wedding. That was, like, That's so, so cool. Great. On a Sunday yeah. to, like, keep that. I was like, we were not have a sad Sunday and we're gonna have a good Sunday that's I amazing oh yeah I think like we're I'm very thankful to have a husband who's like very into like tradition and mm-hmm. keeping those things it going. sounds like Absolutely. you really really got a keeper 
Yeah, he's wonderful. He's like I, I, I mean, he, he moved into like a house that is not his, and like mm. got his job taken away from him. And his mom is very, very, very sick. We had to cancel our wedding to go be with her. We had to beg the government to let us leave because he doesn't have a green card. They gave us thirty days, and she's really, really, oh very, God. very, very sick. So he like, is, yeah. So then I'm like, okay, you gave up your job for me. You like moved into someone else's home for me, and like, you know, you like can't be with your mother during this time he which is you. barely yeah, he you know so you. i just i just i'm constantly like i'm so fucking sorry like you know, like you know what i mean he does I'm it with like, pleasure he does, yeah, he does sure it with pleasure yeah. like and it'll it's just like a tough time it's so that's why i keep him. so like yeah what do i say to people like we're scared too like mm-hmm. he's about to launch a company and like that's scary you yeah. know and like i can't help him a lot with it because he comes from a way different background like he's comes from like heritage brands that do wholesale mm. and so i'm like we're gonna market the fucking shit out of this we're gonna <laughs> gift it and he's like i'm he's not like, gift- i don't know. he's like i'm not gifting anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like well what about the reposts from the influencers and he was like i don't believe in influencers and i was yeah. like what yeah, and i was yeah. then i was like you don't believe in influencers all this free shit in our fucking house <laughs> It's <laughs> from the internet. So, like, I was like, I'm like, you really like those fucking discounted hotels, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to tell me you don't like an influencer? Fuck you. Oh, it's my like God. So funny. But yeah, I, I mean, I also want to express gratitude to you about your social media presence because yeah it's incredible as, I mean, as we've just witnessed here, like you're so honest. There's a depth to you. You're so raw. Why did you feel the need? to just showcase your entire true self and a r- original self. I had a blog a long time ago in like 2007, 2006, 2007 mm-hmm. called fighting the war against blowing it. And it was Ooh. about moving to New York and like being constantly distracted by like shit to like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. just going out and drinking and like uh-huh. wanting to party, not go to class, like all that kind of stuff. Cause I went from like Pasadena to like living in an apartment on the Lower East Side yeah, in 2005, which was shock. like crazy. And I was like, well, there's bars downstairs and like pizza everywhere. <laughs> and like, yeah, I don't have to fucking have, I don't have a midnight curfew anymore. Like, yeah. and so I would write, it was basically like an open, I would take film photos on like my point two cameras and it was in, it was basically like a journal. And I, started posting things that were really personal and would get the most beautiful feedback wow. like from people from all over the world being like like i live in argentina and like i like i, I remember writing something about this guy that like i like loved <laughs> and he like came to new york to be he was like i've always loved you and he like lived somewhere else and i came to new york to be with me and we spent like four days together and he's like i'm literally gonna go back to Miami and uh, pack up my stuff and come back here but he had a fucking girlfriend the whole time in Miami oh, oh shit which I didn't know about and I was like what oh, oh shit like we're like pub- very public in, we're in public yeah. together all the time <laughs> how do you just like That's on the crazy. low have a girlfriend and so I remember posting something being like how did this happen yeah. to me and yeah. like what cues am I missing as like an intellectual female that I didn't pick up on this like where am I lacking that like that I'm open to that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um and just the feedback was great and I was like I will always and it but here's the fucked up thing is it also allows for a shit ton of criticism Mm -hmm. so and the criticisms are very personal and like you know when 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 I get like a slew of trolling like the things that like I'm like, I know that I'll, be, I'll literally be like, I know that person. Cause they'll be like, you used to not do this. And now, and you say you're relatable and you're staying at these hotels. And I'm, but I'm also just like, 
So what do you say to people who have two million followers on Instagram yeah. who like only post like who don't post anything that has any substance mm. and don't stand for anything? Like yeah. I was like, everyone's just trying. And like, I'm like, that's OK, too. Yeah. But like, don't criticize me. Like I'm like, it's all on me to fix yeah. the fucking world. Like, I'm just trying to pay my fucking. We're all trying to survive. Yeah. Totally. So like, unless I'm like actively like hurting people like you know what i mean like yeah. from, from from the best of my abilities i get messages every day from girls saying that like they feel good in the clothes and like that's great and yeah are the clothes like they're not made in a fucking america i wish i could make clothes in america yeah. i can't afford it right like i can't mm-hmm. and also that would increase the prices to like three hundred dollars for a dress mm-hmm. like i only sell three hundred dollar dresses that are like bedazzled like cra- you know what i mean it's like yeah right. and then it's like then i'm like defending myself and i'm like this and then i'm like you know why am i like yeah there's I'm not so the much one out of it, there's yeah. also just so it's everything we do so it's like mm-hmm. don't criticize you know what i mean it's just like yeah. where do you work yeah. and where's all the <laughs> shit in, and where's all the, the shit in your office from yeah where's your computer from how many computers have you had do you throw the computer away do you recycle it how many mm-hmm. phones have you it just goes so deep on every level that it's mm-hmm. like, stop it. Like, we're all collectively, and thank God for new companies that start that are so conscious. Just buy those Just buy those brands. Totally. You know what I mean? Just be so, I don't know. I get really like, oh! Yeah. And then I'm like, no. This is like, just remember all the beautiful, nice things that people say right. to me. And I mean, I, mean, I screenshot all of them, and I respond to everybody. Good. You do? I mean, wow. I, mean, I don't have 100,000 followers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not it's like there's like, I can yeah. see all this. Yeah. Well, it's refreshing, and I would. Yeah, I it is refreshing. You need to continue Thank you. Because it, it's definitely something I think that resonates with a lot of people for sure. I've been following you now. I know I've been following for a while since I was twenty-two, <laughs> and I am twenty-seven <laughs> now. So that's what? five years. Damn. Okay, do you want to know what I did? But you never responded. It's totally okay. I love you. Um, I started my own magazine at twenty-two, uh-huh. and we had Halsey on the cover, and we had a launch party at the Standard, and all I wanted was for you to show up. Why didn't I go? I don't know. So I tried cute. inviting you, but it didn't on work. How? DM. When was this? This was when I was twenty-two. So how long five ago was that? Ago. Five years ago. I was. I'm not, five years, years ago. I was like begging to do something cool to hang out. So that's like <laughs> insane. Yeah, I like been though. following <laughs> you forever. Did I read it? What? Did I read it? I don't think so. Here's also what's hard. Like, I am a very, text messages and emails are, that's like my to-do list. Mm. But now I'm getting to the point where I, I'm, I do so much in a day that the one thing that's really slacking is like answering like my text messages mm. and I like responding you. to certain things. Like I read things, but then I'm like, oh my God, that's so nice. And then my husband will be like, get off the phone. And I'm like, fuck, okay. And, and then, then you I'm don't like, go back. Yeah. I forget. respond to that. And then. And then too much time will pass and I get embarrassed. But no, well, that happens to no, me all the time. Yeah, don't worry. I don't that know why. Really, I don't know why Apple hasn't invented Unread. a star thing on your fucking text. Yeah, unread on text. Yeah. I know. Please. I've been asking. This Let me get a flag. Anything. I'll yeah. just search for the flag. Because yeah. if I read something, I'll just flag it and come back to it later. Absolutely. Once I've read it, I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. I'm never gonna remember to get back to that. <laughs> so annoying. Okay, we. I'm ta- sorry I didn't go. No, oh. that's okay. I love you. You're here now. Also, yeah, you're here now. Also, you like threw a party with. 
with like Halsey on a cover of a magazine that you yeah. wait, hold on. You started a magazine and Halsey was on the cover when you were twenty two. Yeah. Can we she cheers with our water bus. to that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was sold in Barnes that and Noble is, too. That is oh R. I. P. Barnes and Noble. I know, right? <laughs> I love a good Barnes and Noble. I love moment. the smell of the coffee and the people who would sit down and just read. I, know. I love Barnes and Noble. The best Barnes and Noble was in Pasadena. I used to always get Christmas presents in there. Oh. My dad used to buy us a book every year for Christmas. Love that. That is a great that's <laughs> so a great gift. Do you want to know what's a really good idea? Mm. Um, I was listening to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast and Michael Bostick's parents like would obviously not let them buy whatever they wanted when they were kids, but if they went into a bookstore, they could have as many books as they wanted. Like th- there was no budget. There was literally no you budget. You know what I was thinking on the way over here? That my I saw on Instagram the other day a very elaborate first birthday party and oh. was like, What that's definitely gonna cost that definitely cost more than what my wedding will cost. <laughs> And then oh I was like, God. am I supposed to do this? And there was no. like gift bags for all the kids. And I was like, am I supposed to fucking give kids gifts? And then I thought to myself, I will always do like a potlucky cool thing yes. or whatever. Yeah. And that every year, instead of having people bring presents to my child, my child, once it's old enough, will pick the charity that money gets donated to in their name. Oh, that's amazing. And I was like, I'm fucking sticking by this. It's not, I'm not even pregnant yet, but that will be what I do by the time the kid is like four. I love that idea. I feel like you're a big follow through gal. Like you got those Manolo Bonics. You're like, I'm going to wear these to my wedding. Yeah, I you do. are a follow through gal. Yeah. Take it through. I love Certain that stuff. Idea. I mean, I also make like large blanket statements about how I'll be as a mom and like have not had a child. And like all my friends who have kids are like, good there's luck no with yeah, that. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, last thing I want to talk about is your health kick that you've been on. And I know that. Yeah. I mean, I've been following it as well. Is it more so for your wedding or is it something just like... I just was tired of being like so bloated by four o'clock that I was like... And falling asleep at my... (laughs) Bloated. It is so (laughs) funny. Um, Everyone says the same thing. I'm tired. I'm bloated. I can't digest anything. I'm too tired in the afternoon. I don't sleep well. I mean, a lot of it is like... I think there's a culture of like... it's. (laughs) I have to stop saying like... There is a culture of... (laughs) Um, <laughs> thinking that it's cool <laughs> to be stressed. Yes, we talk a lot about this on the podcast. Yeah, it's it the, makes it's, bu- it's called busy bragging culture, where you oh, yeah. are just bragging that about you're busy, how busy and stressed, you and so that you have no time. And I wish I had Davide recorded on here, going because this morning we like shot for um, the Great Jones. It's like, oh, yeah. it's not like this beautiful <laughs> <laughs> company that, you're ma- aware of it. that okay. makes pots and pans that are divine and beautiful yeah, and entry an price brand. point for that level of, you know especially compared to like lake or or whatever mm-hmm. and we i had him do it with me mm. they said make a meal and i said you know why would i make it with my husband yeah we always make our meals together and so he was like talking to the girl who's interviewing us and whatever and he was like he he mo- he does when he mocks an American accent at something. He's like, "Well, you know, I'm like <laughs> so busy. I just need a vacation. I'm like so tired." And he's like, "That's what all of you sound like. Oh, everyone, everyone, yeah, everyone, everyone." So, oh yeah, being able to say to yourself, like, "I'm just gonna fucking chill today." Like, mm-hmm. there are some afternoons where I'm like, or days where I'm like, "I'm gonna work from home. I'm gonna accomplish more." From 9 to 1 p.m. in my house, then I will accomplish all day in the office because I just like get excited and distracted <laughs> with the boys. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> or there's too many people asking me different questions, and then I'm like, not doing what I should. Mm. Um, and then I will go get cupping. Or, you know, oh my and God, I'll, you I'll get make, cupping? Yeah, I it just, is my favorite thing my in favorite. the entire and I'll world. Make, and I found a place that's that. like, I mean, uh, I've. Uh, 
my complete admiration and respect for Chinese medicine. I mean, it's just the it's that's why it's been around for this long. No <laughs> cupping. When I leave a cupping session, I am like elated. I'm high. I am so relaxed. I am totally detoxified. You're it's detoxified. It's I feel like an idiot American being like, have you heard of cupping? When something that's been around for yeah. thousands of I know, years. I know, like, I know. But I'm glad that it's gaining really some traction. That it's and there's a doctor in Pasadena who does such a great job and mm. it's so reasonable I'm like $50 for oh, this no way yeah for, massa- for an hour massage and half cupping what uh, okay we need the name going. now and we're he's going so gorgeous. he's like the most gorgeous <laughs> man oh my god With like, yeah love he's that. like I'm like I love him Dr. K <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should get that. We should do a sister day and go together. Field trip to Pasadena. It's yeah. great. Down. And, you know, I'll just make carve out those times. Yeah. I, I had a panic attack yesterday, and so obviously it doesn't, it's not all the time. I was watching a, there's a, oh my God, I have to figure out what it's called. There's a show on HBO based on a book that this a, Italian woman wrote. It's mm. in Italian. Mm. Um, it's amazing. And I was already feeling like panic attacky, mm-hmm. and then watched the show which deals with like very intense topics but but, and then so beautiful and then for some reason i was just like crying a lot and so i knew that like i needed to cry i wasn't like and then i just was like started hysterically crying and harvard was like way too tired for it because he's like emotionally like and he was like he's like what's wrong and i was like i was something really bad's gonna happen again like everything just bad keeps happening i was just like i don't know what's going on it's like I just have a bad... F- and he's like, everything's fine. All the bad stuff already happened. Like, Aww. nothing else is going to happen. Like, we're fine. And I was like, okay. And then I had to, you know, I made sure when I woke up this morning to, like, sit down and be like, well, okay, why would... Like, just journal it out. Why was I feeling that way? And, like, write all my fears out. Yeah, and what, like, what, like, tips do you have for people to, to kind of deal know. with their emotions? Like it only happens every so once in a while. Like, I don't want to be a hypocrite and say, like, you should do this. Because, like, I'm just trying to figure out how to, like, do it. Yeah. But I think, yeah. like, free writing is really good. I just got back into journaling and I love it. Mm-hmm. Journaling's really good. I also have um, a rabbi that I talk to sometimes who Ooh. is amazing. He's at Jackie Aisha's, uh, like her office. Oh. And he's French and a rabbi and he's to die for. And huh. um, he writes in Hebrew. And so it's awesome because I can't understand what he's writing. <laughs> and then he'll, he like free writes in Hebrew, like and looks at me and yeah. asks me certain things and then he'll tell me things that he, like wait we need to go to this rabbi <laughs> life changing. he goes like, your husband's right knee hurts and it's like mm. and then i go home and i said like, your knee hurt he's like yeah it's why i can't is he a psychic like yeah what? it's like oh. very uh, he's wow. like on some other level oh jackie i found him yeah. a long time ago and has like not left his to the point where she like makes prayer necklaces with his prayers in them which i wear that a lot too oh. i also have this much anxiety Chakra. Oh um, Look at all these tips. I'm embarrassing. These are all these self care <laughs> no, tips. These, these are, are good. Great. These are amazing. I don't know if it's like nice self care <laughs> tips or if <laughs> I'm like, like trying to hold it together. Yeah, like a white girl, or it's just like a white girl who's like, here's all the things I do from other cultures. Here's like my chakra thing and this like rabbi. <laughs> no, but we need to go back to our goop theory. Yeah. If it works, if it works. I'm always no, like, you're no. So this guy is like amazing, and he said so many things to me, and and he called me and he said, you eat too fast. Yeah. You don't drink enough water. Mm. Um, like a lot of things. Right? He would like write things down. He would laugh and he'd look at me. He's like, you. And I'm like, what are you like? <laughs> what? Wait, what's his name? And he, uh, um, why am I blanking? Oh, my Rabbi. God. It's uh, French. Oh, my God. I can't remember. Okay, you have to tell us All after. Right, just, um, we'll do a follow up. Why? I hate that. I was just texting him. <laughs> 
Anyway, because um, I want him to see my mom. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Um, yeah, he was told me, but he was like, you'll be pregnant by next year. I said, that's oh. Ooh. Baby's coming. My soul baby. That's okay. exciting. I've had a baby soul child around me since I was in high school. That's oh. interesting. Every like person I've talked to was like, you have like a young spirit around you. I was like, oh. I know. And it's like waiting to take form. So like oh. my first child is my soulmate. Oh. That is so I think about it all the time. I'm like, I can't wait to meet you. Oh, Uh, my God. Anyway. I uh, can't wait to meet your baby. (laughs) Yeah. It will will not be on Instagram. I'll tell you that much. You will have no clue. Okay, good. Great. That's really good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Back of the head. Yeah. Back of the head and a cute little chubby hand. (laughs) There you go. That's all you see. (laughs) Anyway, he told me to lay in bed at night. He he was like, I'm not going to tell you a bunch of shit you're not going to do. He's like, Mm. I'm going to see that. So he just said, lay in bed and then you close your eyes and just blur in your head all the shit that you have in your head. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel this, I feel that. He's like, it's just releasing. And the times where I lay in bed and I do that, I sleep so well. Wow. wow. You say it out loud or just like to yourself? No, because it's like at the husband and the dog. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And my husband doesn't believe in any of this stuff. Mm. He's like, this is not. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't. He eats pasta and drinks yeah. milk and like doesn't believe in any drinks of this. Milk. <laughs> he drinks milk. I love milk. how that's like. <laughs> he drinks milk. He drinks like, real milk. And he just drinks like a non-organic, dairy milk that you're putting in your bod. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep on being like different laws, dude. Different country. Yeah, you can't. You know, no, totally. Paltrow and the thing, she was like, you know, Italy has all these rules and you can eat anything in Italy. And I was like, yeah. I know. Yeah, you, <laughs> could, you could literally eat anything in Italy and your stomach would be totally I fine. Eat, I know. Well, I mean, I am allergic to wheat. So after a few days, okay. I start to like, I'll fall little. asleep at two. Like, yeah. and I Got get it. very bloated and I get like hives and I start to get. Oh, oh no. Fabulous. I know. <laughs> I know some girl was like, oh, a, a, a wheat or allergy uh, our, our wheat or gluten allergy is like just a skinny girl's excuse for staying skinny. And I was like, uh, I was like, no. I like just wrote back like all these articles about like yeah. roundup. <laughs> You're so great. I was just like, uh, you probably have the best comebacks. You're Sometimes. feisty. No, I was just like, I wrote, no, I'm not. I responded nicely. Like, no, 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 but you're, you, you have, just a, like, you have a spirit yeah, about just you. Defend my, I'm just like, well, unless it's somebody who's just ridiculous. Yeah, and then there's no yeah. talking to people like that. No, not in the arena, but for, she was like so offended. And I was like, this has clearly been like a trigger for you. Yeah. And like, I, I hope that like you find like a journey that makes you feel happy and comfortable. And like, this that. is my journey. And like, here's all the stuff that I've read that um scared the shit out of me and yeah. then once i adjusted my lifestyle I felt so much better and so, so if it works, it <laughs> works. I, and I also i was like and by the way like i'm still a fucking size eight so it's not yeah. like I, it's cool. not like i'm like emaciated and i'm like i'm learning to eat like yeah. no i eat really clean and it's like i can't really get smaller than a size eight like yeah. i i've been like up to like a size 14 16 so I know the fucking struggle with yeah. weight and stuff. Yeah. Also, food is so tied to your mental health. Like, I always Thank find God. that when I'm eating clean, my mental clarity is so much better. I, and just, then I just don't want to be tired. Yeah, you get yeah, so I'm exhausted. Done. Because it's brain tired. fog. And then you're yeah. making weird decisions. And, like, your synapses start communicating differently. I actually haven't. I used to always, like, crash around two or three. But lately, I haven't been. Um, just because I've changed up my eating habits. I By yeah. three o'clock, I'm, like, in the zone love that yeah and i'm like maybe a green tea but like just for fun i definitely drink coffee all day today <laughs> so there's that <laughs> well so i mean every day's different that's yeah. also like 
every day there are times where I'm exhausted, but it, you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. So it's like every day's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bees honey, my um like muscle tester, nutritional angel person gave a good rule, which is try to like not have the same source of caffeine every day. Cause your body mm. just gets used to it. Oh, so that's interesting. Yeah, we're immune to coffee. It doesn't even affect us. Yeah. yeah. I was drinking like huge coffees yeah. at one point. Yeah. Interesting. Which is also my husband's like, why should you drink 16 <laughs> ounces of coffee? Just have a little espresso. Oh my <laughs> no. I had oh like four espressos today yeah. on top of my morning coffee. Okay. And a cold brew. Okay. <laughs> Scout's that off is the wall. so bad. Yeah, Scout. Are you gonna sleep tonight? Yep. Yeah, I well, could. We huh? could. We could. Drink oh yeah. Do like your bramate for two days, or like even just a week. It tastes so good. Yeah, yeah. I really like oh, matcha. A yerba mate. Yerba mate has a lot of shit ton of caffeine in it. Really, it does. Or those like, Runya drinks are great, and they're like mm. all I natural. I like matcha. I love matcha, but I don't think it has that much caffeine. I'm like, I'm not like going on a run after. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you gotta, yeah it's like an afternoon drink kind yeah. of thing. It's yeah. an afternoon it's caffeine like thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, Pia, I feel like an angel has graced us yeah. with her presence. Letting me into this beautiful home for the <laughs> family photos. Yeah, we're recording at our mom's house right now. Yeah, Pia has entered into the oasis that is our mom. And our stepdad home. texts us, so he's probably standing outside the I door know. waiting oh, for shit. us to finish. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. Really cold. (laughs) I bet you he's like waiting outside (laughs) in his car. Okay, Pia, tell everyone where they can find you. LPA, everything. Um, at Pia Roby on Instagram. At LPA, LPA the label. It's on Revolve. Go shop. Yeah. Perfect. Just if you want to. No, you should. No, you should. (laughs) Because LPA is amazing. Thank you. And you can find OK Sis at OK Sis Podcast. And I think we're good. Yay! Thanks, Thank guys. you so much for coming on. Bye, sisters. Bye. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink, wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human, and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. Thank you.